Alright guys, welcome to episode 3. This is the second part of our interview with Dr. Harbir Sayan. Hey guys, and this is a great episode for you guys. Harbir is going to be discussing his online business and how he was able to take the idea um, off the ground and talk especially about the failures that he faced kind of in the beginning and what it takes to get over those humps. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. There's a lot of value in this for you. At that point, already have two businesses, uh, one child and the second one on the way. I was like, I don't, I can't do this like a full-time Hustling 24-7 because yeah, yeah. the grind never stops. I'm like, man, why are you trying to make me feel that? Yeah. Just, I don't watch football. Football. Yeah. Just let me watch a football yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. This is YVR Business Den, an unplugged look at entrepreneurship in today's world. Stories of success in business and life with your hosts, Vishal and Harv. So we talked about all the great successes, um, some of the great successes, not all the great successes. Um, but I feel, we feel like sometimes there is a uh, misconception, I guess, where a lot of people, what's the right way of saying it? There's a lot of influencers out there. They're just like, entrepreneurship's the way to go. If you, if yeah. you haven't left your nine to five. Force it down your throat. Oh, dude, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Like if you're, not, if you're not in your own business, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, which... Obviously, like I'm not going to say like they're wrong because like I, I did the, the both of us did the same flip. We oh were yeah, both it took me, yeah, yeah, years to come up with the courage to you know give my two weeks notice and go on my own yeah. kind of. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I think that yeah, it's so glorified because the term entrepreneurship has become like a like an inward so to speak. Mm-hmm. Same with like hustle or like you know you should be working all the time and like working every weekend and yeah, yeah. you know you go on the, you, if you're relaxing on a Sunday and you pull up uh, your feed, you know you see those like. Hustling 24 7 because yeah. the grind never stops. I'm like, man, why are you trying to make me feel that? Yeah. Just I watch, watch football. football. Yeah. Just let me watch yeah. a football yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. you're not watching this. So but, you know. <laughs> I still wear my Patriots jersey every Sunday, man. Yeah, uh, okay. still, I still wear it. Moment of silence. Moment no. of silence. Uh, <laughs> if you want, we put some brandy or something in that coffee for you. It's been a tough year. It has been, um, it has been. But, you know, it, it's so funny that, yeah, everyone says, like, you know, you got to be in your own business, but that's not necessarily the case for everybody. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of dark, not darker sides, but the, the, the side that's struggles. not. Struggles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's sure, the man. stuff people aren't going to post really. Like, it's, you know, or talk like, about. Exactly. Because, right? yeah. you know, that self-doubt at the same time is like, oh, I don't want to talk about the failure. It's not going to get likes or it's not going to get comments or, yeah. you know, right. people aren't going to resonate with it. So they think. Exactly. And you alluded to a few of them. Um, you know, Harv and I have, have. Uh, you know, a thousand that we've talked about before, but uh, we'd be interested to hear uh, your perspective on I know you've alluded to a couple things, like when you first put out content, you weren't sure if it was getting the traction as you thought it would. Yeah, yeah. You had some outside voices yeah. being like, hey, you know, what are you doing, this and that. So at um, what point did you realize, like, okay, it's actually how, like, people were telling you that they resonate or you were getting, like, the comments and you thought, okay, you know what? It's kind of like I'm getting the feedback that I want. Or so, it wasn't more like I'm going to do this regardless, and then if I'm persistent yeah. enough, it's going to come. Yeah, it was it was um, it was that the latter, right? I, I kind of like I said, I'd set the goal of like I'm gonna really try this. I knew it was gonna take effort. I've spoken to friends or other people who had built in different industries, built a presence online, yeah. and were leveraging it to to create revenue for themselves, which was ultimately my goal, right? So, then for them, it was basically like a, almost a full time job. And I was like, I'm at that point already have two businesses, uh, one child and the second one on the way. I was like, I don't, I can't do this like a full-time thing. I got to be able to spend at most an hour or so a day, a lot of it kind of between patients or after work. I don't want to take away from family time for this so much. And Pam did kind of call me out a couple times. She's like, you're on your phone so much. I was like, I mm-hmm. promise you, 
I only do this, I'm only on my phone because I'm specifically working on this thing I told you. I'm not like cruising social media for, I don't go on Instagram or Facebook for any personal reasons at, ever, at, at all now. Right. The only reason I go on is I got to post on my OD page, my, my professional optometry page to get like kind of work towards my professional goals or on my clinic pages or my, my Oxford and Kin, my eyewear brand, you know, that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm all, that's all I'm ever doing. And, and then I put my phone away. I don't, don't, don't do anything personally just for fun to kill time. Um, but the, the, the way that I had that plan was I'm just going to push through it because I know it's going to take time. The struggles and the failures, like failures on social media to me are like, it's a joke. Like, whatever. Like, yeah. you didn't get likes? Boo-hoo. Like, just yeah. get it together. Like, I would say Lock that... Lock the screen and you're good. Totally. I would say that to myself, too. Like, don't be an idiot. Like, it's social media. It really, at the yeah, end of the day... look out from your phone. You're, you're yeah, checking. You're sure. trying this. If it doesn't work, yeah. all good. The failures that hurt are the ones that are, like, in legitimate business when, like, dang it, man. I tried. I put 10 grand into this thing, and it literally just failed. That got, money's gone. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the stuff that hurts. Or, like... Uh, you know, you, you went to go meet with somebody to try to get some kind of like, maybe it's um, funding or maybe to like a business opportunity and they they just basically didn't even look your way, give you the time of day. Like that kind of stuff stings. And I've right. had plenty of those too, right? And that's the stuff that you don't see. I feel like it's like shark attacks, right? So like shark, you hear about shark attacks, like, oh my God, somebody got bit by a shark. But how often does it really happen? Right. How about people tell you how many times they went swimming in the ocean and nothing happened, right? Like yeah. You would get... If I told you the I'm number, still here. <laughs> yeah, if I told you the number of times I tried, I'm like work my ass off and nothing happened. Like you'd get bored of hearing my like story, but you get you love to hear the time where I was like, guys, I like work my ass off and like, dang, I made a huge amount of money from this. Like it's like those those success stories are are few and far between. They sound fun. They they sound like really interesting, but like the the boring. I'm up until midnight and then I got to be up at six a.m. again. Or I worked until six. I came home, had dinner, get my kids to bed. I worked from eight till midnight to get my eyewear brand, my e-commerce business off the ground. That kind of stuff is is boring, and people don't really like. They want to hear about it, but they don't want to hear about it. And mm-hmm. that, that's that's the kind of stuff. If you're an entrepreneur, you have to be willing to or ready to do, um, and you have no guarantee that it's going to work. That's the that's the most stressful thing about it. Uh, when I started my on uh, on online brand Oxford and Ken, um, you know I I basically put all my savings into it. Um, I Pam again, like trusted me with it. I had a vision for it. And um, I like, I, I quit. I was at the time I was working at an optometry practice, like two, three days a week. And I was working at my own clinic. Uh, I had one office at the time and I was like splitting my time. And I had a, enough income for working from someone else that I was like comfortable to like dabble and stuff. Yeah. But when I, when I started my eyewear brand online, I also we opened we also opened our second practice, which meant I couldn't work at someone else's practice. So I was completely independent now, making almost no money because in our own practices we were just putting our own our own right. salary right back into the clinic. Right. And then I put all my savings into my eyewear brand, and so I'm like, it's like thinking to myself, talking to Pam or talking to one of my older cousins who are like I, I, I you know you know Gurge I you know I I, I lean on Gurge a lot, and I was like man. I gave up like the opportunity to make like six figures working for someone else, mm-hmm. come home, do nine to five and have zero stress, right? I gave that up to make almost zero money and like hold so much stress and have to work from the moment I'm awake till the moment I go to sleep. What a strange thing. Eh? Yeah. What a weird thing. I feel like that nails entrepreneurship right down. <laughs> Why would I do that? Why would I do that? And he, and you know, they would just be like, look, you, we have faith in you, 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 have faith in yourself. You're going to have these doubts. And there were many times where I sat there. I was like, shit, 
I can't go back on this now, right? Yeah. That money's gone. I bought all this inventory, spent all this money on marketing. I could go work. I did, by the way. I could go work. I said I could go work um, half shifts after work. I could go work Sundays, and I did. So I was working seven days a week and doing this online brand and I had kids. You know, I was doing all of that stuff, and I don't really tell people this stuff. I don't put it out on social media because, like, it's not that people don't like the, you know, quote unquote, like those images. It's it's right. that people, I don't want people to be like, who's this guy like talking about how much he's working? What does he have to show for it? Yeah. And I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy who says, look, guys, I have worked. Here's what I have to show for it. I want to help you get there now. And I'm not, I don't think I'm really at that point. But, you know, uh, I think Gary Vee and, and some other people say, you know, you don't have to be the CEO. You don't have to be the number one you could do really, really well being the number two, three, four, or five in a company, and I've I've learned and have that a great life and have a really, yeah. really good life. Mm -hmm. And there's no shame in being being that optometrist or that whoever who does really well working within somebody else's practice. You don't have to be the owner. Trust me, the owner has so much weight on their shoulders that you maybe just do not want to have to deal with it. It may not look like it. Maybe they're good at like not showing it all the time, mm -hmm. but like. There's a lot it's that there. comes. It's there. It's <laughs> always there, and and it's not the easiest thing to deal with. Yeah. If you are extremely passionate and you're like, I got this. I really, really want to do it. Go for it. But just be prepared for those those stressful times. It's it's gonna come, and the failures are gonna be part of that too. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's well put. <laughs> yeah. right there. Like, I just want to touch more a little bit on the um, like uh, Oxford and Kin. So, like, was it always kind of in your idea to start uh, an eyewear brand, or was that kind of like, you know what, you're doing this? And you're like, and you were said you were making, you wanted to dabble and you wanted to grow, and you're just like, you know, this is complementary to what yeah. I'm doing, and I'm just going to integrate it. Yeah, it was that latter again. I, I definitely didn't have the goal of that from before. Uh, it was it was kind of a confluence of things. Like uh, I had volunteered overseas in these mobile or, or um, global vision vision clinics, providing eye care services to people in like um, rundown areas of the world or people who don't have services access to services, right? And I, so I'd had that experience. I was like, man, how do how do I keep giving back? And then I'd been learning about like eyewear brands like uh, Warby Parker and you know around that time Bailey Nelson had really popped up and I was like what are these companies how are they doing it and um, it really was a, a like I said a confluence of things Pam and I happened to have just been on a trip to Italy I was really inspired by um, the culture and, and the architecture and, and art and everything in Italy and I was reading that year I was reading voraciously and I was just finishing up um, Richard Branson's autobiography. Mm, and a lot of what book. I say, by the way, it's an amazing book. One of my absolute favorites. Is that like favorites. a virgin? Yeah. Uh, yeah, bec uh, Losing My Virginity. Oh, something like that. Yeah, he's, he always plays on that. Uh, actually, yeah, 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 I bought yeah, it yes. for a different reason. And I was like, whoa. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What, how do I get to the good stuff? How disappointed were you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to 50 shades of gray to this. Uh, and I'm like, I learned differently. Yeah. But it's so, good. Dude, there's no chance you can be disappointed in that book. Yeah. But a lot of what Richard Branson talks about is like going with his gut, right? He's dyslexic. Um, he never was good at like obviously reading and, and numbers and things like so he always went by gut feeling too and not to say that I thought oh Richard Branson did it I can do it but like I was truly inspired by his story literally on the flight home from Italy I just finished just finished the last page of his book and I cracked open the next book which was originals by Adam Grant who's a professor at Wharton and um, business school and he's written a lot of books around business and and um, entrepreneurship and stuff like that and he the very first story in his book I didn't know this but the very first story in his book was about Warby Parker the very oh, first wow. like from page one and I was like shit here I am like I'm thinking about like how am I gonna give back I like like 
just finished Richard Branson's book. I'm like totally inspired by this iconic entrepreneur. And here I am learning about an eyewear brand that I've already learned about and wondered about. Talk about a sign. And I was like, okay. And right there in that moment, like I was like a mini epiphany. I was like, when I get home, I'm going to learn about how I can start my own eyewear brand. Mm -hmm. And I told Pam on the flight. And then next few days after that, I landed. I started researching into Warby. I started researching into manufacturing processes, inventory purchasing, all this order quantities, you know, shipments, everything. And within a week, I was on the phone Skyping with different companies across the world. The first call I made was to a, a manufacturer in Italy based in around Milan called Mazzucchelli. And that's their, we use their acetate, mm-hmm. their, their plastic. Um, called them, the person who answered uh, only spoke Italian. And I was like, and we just come back from Italy. Right? So I was like broken Italian, the few words I could put together. Like, I can't even tell you what I said. And I was like, anybody there speak English, want to talk about glasses? And he's like, call back in 10 minutes. Ask for Michelle or whatever her name was. And so I call back and I was like, okay, I'm like, she's like, oh, oh, I get it. You should call our New York office. They speak English there. I was like, oh, okay. So that. that helps. So I called their, their New York office and that was the beginning, man. So then she, um, her, she was so incredibly helpful, that girl. Um, she put me in touch with multiple eyewear manufacturers. Like they just make the acid, they make sh- big sheets of um, the acetate. Used for the and then companies will then buy it for different reasons. So she put me in touch with eyewear manufacturers who buy their acetate and turn it into glasses. And so I start to learn the process from them. I talk to people in Italy, Germany, France, Japan, China, um, and ultimately landed on a company uh, based in Hong Kong that was going to then create my designs, turn my designs into into glasses. So it was a crazy process, way more involved than I ever would have imagined. Um, And I I have jokingly say, like, if I knew how hard it was going to be in the beginning, I probably wouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. Right. But like, I just like went both feet in. I was like, I'm going to do this. Let's see what happens. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a crazy experience, man. And how long has it been? Uh, Also about three years. So in 2017, we had our first child. We opened our second clinic and I launched this eyewear brand. Wow. Wow. Yeah, big year. Yeah, I, yeah and I, okay. and I, that's when I went uh, totally independent. I wasn't working for anybody else in 2017 when my first uh, daughter was born. I stopped working at the other clinics, so it was like completely. It was like a it was a crazy year. I, don't know what to tell I can you, imagine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it's funny. Not a lot of people hear about that side. Like, yeah, like I I'm, I totally get the point where it's like no one really cares to hear. Hey, I don't sleep. Yeah, like, it's like yeah. I, I just work seven days a week. This and this and that. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, an important point is a big reason why we want to start this podcast is a lot of times people feel like I'm not going to tell the full backstory of how I got here until I get to like this goal that I yes, want. Yes. But there's so many more people that are on that journey that would love to hear it with someone that's in that journey with them just a little bit ahead of the race yeah. uh, as opposed to when they get to that pinnacle that they wanted to, right? Yeah. So um, I think it's great. And there was like, I, I think that, that last story of um, the struggle, I'll just, I'll speak to this afterwards. We're just like, wow, yeah. like, that was crazy. <laughs> I, you know uh, what? I think like the underlying, so yeah, exactly. And like the underlying theme and everything for like anybody listening is like, just take action. Like it's yeah. easy for me to say, 100%. you know, I want to start a podcast or I want to be a mortgage broker now, or I want to, you know, do whatever I want to do, start my own business. Mm-hmm put it on the side and you know I'll get to it next year it's been a rough year or, you know it's, it's pretty busy this week maybe let me think on it a little bit what are people gonna say and all that but like like you said you, you landed you started researching and you actually you know you jumped in yeah so I mean the worst that's gonna come from it is like you grow like you're gonna get an experience yep. and you're gonna one way or one way or another you're gonna become be- a better person from it so yeah take action like that's like exactly what I'm taking yes 100% and it's funny like the to go to your point you know you always said that you're not someone that's uh, a planner 
uh, you don't plan stuff, but the one time you did uh, <laughs> with your, your speaking engagements and, and your social media um, method, I guess, it was immense success so quickly, right? Yeah, so yeah. Um, it's a little bit of both, I would say. Like sometimes it's better, I feel like for my personal success, sometimes it's better not to plan and just take action. <laughs> yeah. on, on a, well, that's the go with your gut thing. Right? Yeah, the yeah. go with the gut. Like sometimes yeah. you just need to pull the trigger yeah. and, well, uh, and you'll like screw the, up, but it's okay. What's it called? Analysis paralysis? Like 100%. it's just like you overthink. That's like human nature to be a... Uh, you know, oh man, you just sit on it, you sit on it, and you literally think the worst possible outcome like, yeah. in the back of your mind, and it's totally not that. You know totally, what I mean? yeah, totally. It's usually the opposite, but that's what we. That's what ends up happening. Yeah, yeah. and fail forward, right? I think yeah. we were talking yeah. about that yeah. last week, but fail forward, so even if you need to script a little bit, you're fine. Yeah, 100%. Um, so a couple last questions uh, I would have um, in regards to... Uh, you know, I, it's, just, it's so funny, my last point, we were talking about the, the Richard Branson book. It was funny when I read that, I read the, the Brand, I read Richard Branson's biography and then I read uh, Shoe Dog right after that too. Oh, so it was like so bang, bang, yeah, bang back and nice. forth, whereas so I felt good. so inspired. I yeah. just tried to like, I don't know, I just like kicked through a wall, right? And then yeah, yeah I was like, oh, let, let's go, let's go. Yeah. But it, it's funny, if you don't have any action right away, then you kind of lose that momentum a bit. But uh, a couple of closing remarks. So, you know, we talked about, you know, you, you dabble in a few things. You, you're you're uh, a content creator on social media. Um, you, you you do speaking at conferences. You you do volunteer work overseas. You have an e-commerce business, and you have your 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 two practices. Um, so a lot of stuff. Um, also, you know, family man and things like that. So there's a lot of good things in there. If there's someone out there um, listening that wants to follow in your footsteps, yeah. You know, what words would you give to them? Um, I don't know if expedite is the right word, but, you know, at least help them sure. progress. Avoid the pitfalls. Or- right. Yeah. Well, uh, I will, I'll say, first of all, um, no matter how much uh, advice, yeah, it's, it's really important to listen to or learn from people who are in your industry. I highly, highly recommend, you know, scouting out people who are doing things that you want to do and just, just kind of reaching out to them. That's the first step. I think there's always a fear of like, I can't reach out to this person. They won't give me the time of day. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I've reached out to some pretty significant people. Majority of them haven't said anything back to me, but a good chunk of them, enough of them, at least gave me a short answer that gave me some direction. You'll be surprised at how much people want to help you succeed because it helps them feel better. It helps them kind of pay it forward, so to speak. Um, I'll tell you anytime a student, you know, undergrad, high school student, optometry student, whatever it might be, reaches out to me, I give them first thing I say to them is, you know, thank you so much for reaching out and good for you for taking the initiative. And then, you know, try to answer their question as best as I can. I want to encourage them to keep doing that. Mm -hmm. That has been the most uh, impactful thing to me. This girl in New York, man, I wish I could remember her name now, but like at this company, Matza Kelly, she just, she would stay on the phone with me as long as I wanted. Gave me all the answers I need. She had no reason to. I was giving her zero business. Yeah. Right? But she gave me all these answers, put me in touch with all these other people. And then all these other random people stayed on the phone with me, each of them for a couple hours. Like I was on the phone for many, many hours with these people. Mm-hmm. Again, I, most of them I gave zero business to, but they wanted to help me out or they, they offered me to help, uh, offered to help me anyway. Um, so that's the number one thing. Uh, number two, um, after that, you know, after you've got all the advice, sometimes you kind of have to make the mistakes yourself, mm-hmm. right? You want to try to avoid as many as you can, but like, it's like telling a kid not to touch the stove is hot, but what you don't know what hot means until you touch the hot stove, right? right. Me telling you is hot is way less powerful than you touching it yourself right. and you burning your hand and saying, holy crap, I'm never going to do that again. So it's, it's one thing to hear the advice is another thing then to actually get out there and do it. And that's what you were just saying, Harv. Um, there's a, a, a poem 
um, by someone named Burton Braley, much older, you know, he's passed away many years ago, it's an old, old thing, but it's called Start Where You Stand, right? No matter, and the, basically the premise of it is, is like, doesn't matter what you've accomplished, doesn't matter what you've failed at, start where you stand. Wherever you are right now, don't worry about what's happening, pandemic, shutdown, you know, financial crisis, whatever. Wherever you are right now, that's where you are, start there. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what I've been doing all this time. And um, you know, sometimes I planned a little bit more, sometimes I just jumped in and I felt it out. But like, that is the number one thing is, you won't know until you try, no matter how many people like me or you guys or, or Gary Vee or whoever you listen to, you won't know until you actually do it, you burn your hand or you get the success and you get that, that dopamine rush or that, that feedback, that positive feedback, like, wow, this actually worked. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, I, I never sold anything online before we're moving. So I started selling stuff on Facebook marketplace and like something sold. I was like, Whoa, this is cool. Man. Yeah. Like, I can get rid of this old thing I had sitting over yeah. here. I sold my car yesterday. Vishal. I sold oh, my wow. car, dude. Crazy. Cause I was like, I can't sell my, I don't have the guts to sell my car and get a reasonable amount for <laughs> yeah. it and negotiate for yeah. it. I sold it. I was like, dang, I actually got a good amount for my car. I was pretty happy with yeah. myself. Like, That's for the next business. You're going to start. <laughs> thing, you know, I, was like, yeah. I start like online, like resale. You know, right? the same thing happened with my mom and she's like, uh, she started listing all this like patio furniture, old couches. And it was funny cause I was like, Man, nobody's gonna pay for. Let's donate it. It's like fifteen-year-old furniture, yeah. like patio set. Yeah. Like a day later, she's waiting with cash in her hand. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like, so picked it off. I'm like, come on. It, it's all. It's all about taking that, overcoming that first little, like that first uh, fear or like whatever it is. That that, just in. get over that. Just get over it. And uh, I trust me. There's there's a lot on the other side of that. That's gonna you're gonna be like very happy that you did it. Love it. Who knows? You may wake up five years from now and be a, a little mini Harbier. It'd be, it'd be great. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll be a, a big version of whatever it is you want. Don't worry about being a mini anything. No, I love it. I think that's all good content. And especially for, it's not just for someone that's falling in those career paths. I think that's that's great. Uh, to your earlier, earlier point, uh, you can apply these same tactics to, yeah. to any field, right? Yeah. Um, Two other questions then. So first off, this is one question we like to ask everybody. Uh, it's good to like unwind every now and then. So restaurant, cafe, bar, what's your favorite spot to go to? Well, these days during the pandemic, there's there's not a lot of spots. Yeah. It's been the living room. Uh, it's been the living room. Well, you know what? We just moved. Uh, you know, we, in the last couple of years, we've been in the process of building a new house. We just moved uh, Congratulations. a couple of weeks ago. Thank yes. you very much. Yeah, it's crazy experience with everything I've been through. Uh, the most frustrating thing in my life is moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear that a lot. Um, but uh, in the house right now, the patio, we, we, we really focused the attention on the patio. We got, bought nice patio furniture and fireplace and I put a TV up on the nice. wall out in the patio. So that's my spot that's now. Been the hang yeah. out. I don't, with that, I don't need to go to any restaurant or nothing. Yeah, I just like to chill awesome there. I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's it's spot. good to have that spot so close too, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then last question, we always close off with this one. Um, motivational quotes. Um, you know, Har- Harvier is usually my go-to. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I like them because they're like portable, you know, and like it's not going to do anything, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like reading a mini book because they, yeah. like, you're like, oh, okay, man, time to get it going. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I can do it. And then yeah. you're out. Like, yeah. then you can go. So that's why I love motivational quotes. Yeah, yeah that's great. He'll, he'll send me one first thing when I wake up in the morning. I, I do a like a thing every Sunday, like a mindset Monday. I just post one because I'm like, yeah. and I, and there's so many. There's so many. Yeah. So many. And, and it's not like they have to apply like to that one business or one thing. It's just kind of like, you know, it doesn't have to be about business all the time. It's just yeah. about being present or mindful. Yeah. Exactly. And that's it. So what is a motivational motivational quote um, that, that you love uh, and why does it resonate with you? Yeah, you know what, you did prep me on this, so I actually, because um, the one that is like probably my absolute favorite is a long one, so if you bear with me, I'll read it out to you. But I will say on that note, 
Um, there's there are two books that I consistently read in the morning every morning, and it's just one paragraph, right? It's, I it's see not it on like, Instagram. Yeah, it's yeah. not like I read uh, you know pages and pages every day. But number one is um, uh, the daily daily inspiration um, from Robin Sharma. So he has his book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So number one, I highly recommend you read that book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. And then the daily inspiration is basically he's taking quotes out of that book and put it into every day of the year. There's one quote for every single day of the year. So that's a really cool way to get your mind right. Um, number two is um, by Ryan Holiday, The Daily Stoic. Yeah. And so it he <clears throat> similar concept, but he's specifically taking uh, phrases or quotes from old Stoic philosophers. Mm-hmm. And I'm really big into Stoic uh, Stoicism. And so, you know, Marcus Aurelius or Epictetus or someone like that. I'm actually like reading that. Meditations by Marcus Meditations, right dude, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to say, actually, the third one, if you if you don't get to read Meditations, because you can just read one one of his quotes. And it's pretty in- insane to read, like, this is like 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. This guy was the emperor of Rome, literally the pinnacle of success. Rome was the, the greatest empire, and he was sitting at the absolute top. Yet he was writing to himself about, like, why are you so lazy? Get out of bed. Like, yeah. I know your bed is so warm and comfy, but you got to get out and work. Yeah. Like, you know, a human's job is to do good work and like stuff like that. Like the Roman emperor yeah, who could crazy. literally lay in yeah. bed all night, all, all day long. All those years like, ago too. Yeah. 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 Stuff that's very much applicable now. So um, if you do that every morning, I think that's really helpful. So, you know, the daily stoic, the daily, uh, daily inspiration. Um, but the, the, the quote that if I, if, you, if I can share with you is by a, an old German poet, philosopher, uh, Johann, oh my gosh, Wolfgang von Goethe. And it goes, that's a name, that's a name man. <laughs> <laughs> Until one is committed, there is hesitancy, the chance to draw back, always ineffectiveness concerning all acts of initiative and creation. There's one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans. That the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events issues from the decision, raising in in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance, which no man could have dreamed would have come his way. Whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Begin it now. Yeah, well, I get I get goosebumps that. reading that every yeah. time, but that basically encompasses everything we just talked about, right? Yeah, exactly. If you if you do it, um, all of and this has definitely been my experience. A bunch of other stuff will just start to happen that you didn't even think about, like total offshoots from mm-hmm. your actual plan. Uh, random people will come up to you and be like, "Hey, uh, I I thought I saw you. Oh, I wear this little glasses clip pin thing on my my suit jacket when I go to meetings, right?" Some random person comes up to me and is like, hey, you're an optometrist. I was thinking about this thing. I wanted to start this uh, venture with the so-and-so-and-so. And like, oh, shoot, I never thought about that opportunity. And like, Just right. things that you never would have thought of all starts from having the bold boldness to just get out there and do what you want to do. That's, awesome. I think that's perfect. Yeah, you can. Like that's the best, yeah, and that's the best way to end it right there. Just take action. You know, whatever you, yeah, whatever you can do or think you can do, you can do it. So yep. I love that. I love that's it. Cool. I love it. Be decisive. Be bold. And that's it. Yep. Yeah. Um, so for closing, uh, I'll just open it to you. Is there any you know, new things, exciting things that you're working on? Any Anything you want to you know, talk about? I know you, you want to plug do your eyeglass wear. Like, you get it online <laughs> yeah. on the website? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Thanks, man. Um, Oxford and Kin is the eyewear brand, so uh, Oxford, O-X-F-O-R-D, A-N-D-K-I-N.com, or Oxford and Kin uh, on Instagram. 
um, check it out. So the, the basic premise is that is everything's handmade. I design everything myself. Um, it's a very, very small collection, but uh, every pair we sell equals a full eye exam and a pair of glasses for someone in a developing part of the world That's through uh, a partnership I have with an organization called Optometry Giving Sight. So, so that's a big one. Um, and I have my own podcast, if you don't mind me plugging myself Absolutely. there. It's called the 2020 Podcast. As an optometrist, obviously the 2020 is an important uh, term for me. But ultimately, I, I like to interview. Uh, it's not specifically about optometry, actually. It's about looking through the world through a different lens, right? Hence the, you know, the analogy there. Uh, but interviewing entrepreneurs, business people, athletes, TV personalities, all sorts of different people. Vishal's been on the show to give uh, financial advice. Um, and just really kind of tapping into their stories and sharing them with anybody else who wants to learn. And, and there's always parallels between the struggles and successes of anybody, whether it be like I just, my most recent was a gold medal Olympic athlete, wow. right? And there's, there's many comparisons and struggles and, and, and parallels there with her story and what I'm going through or what you guys are going through. So uh, I'd love for you to check it out. Uh, with the this being the election year, today is the the big election, right? So anytime you search 2020, it's going to be something related to the election. So search my name, search Harbir Cyan on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, or you can find full episodes on YouTube as well, and you'll find it there. That's it, and guys, Oxford and Kin definitely recommend. Uh, my fiance and I have like nine pairs Dude, each. I appreciate the support, bro. You guys, uh, you guys account probably for about a third of all my sales. I'm just kidding. But uh, I really appreciate all the support, brother. No, I love it. I love it. I'll definitely hit him up, man, because I yeah, I got uh, lots of glasses that I have to alternate out of. So. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, anything that will keep the attention off our actual faces in these videos <laughs> is great. Oh, that's why man, I love the glasses. Why, exactly. Like, why are you wearing shades in like minus ten weather? I'm like, don't don't ask questions. You don't want the answers. To. <laughs> you ain't ready for these answers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, honestly, uh, Herbier, thank you so much. Uh, it was an absolute yeah, pleasure. Thank you so much. It was awesome. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and and yeah. So uh, sorry, it totally ran way over time. I told you. I knew that was going to happen at the beginning too. But that's okay because we're terrible like that. Too. Yeah. Like I mean, I said I was going to keep it all that time, but uh, I was like, you know what? We're, this is a good conversation, and we got a lot out of it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, no, I really appreciate you taking your time out of your busy day for uh, coming here. My pleasure. Out with us. My pleasure. Awesome. We'll see you guys next time on the episode. Uh, take care, everybody.